This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Who will be the next Pat Sajak? Who? There's a name. There's a big name. Jeff Thomas. Really big name floating around. Is it really? There's another woman, a female that... Really, it says she wants it, but I don't see that Meredith happening. Meredith Vieira. No, but you're not that no. far off. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good I'm trying question. to think. Hmm. Who else? Who else? Who else? Hmm. Wait, what's Chuck Woolery doing? Bring what? him back. Where is he? What's he? Up? <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah, he's around. Is he really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Haley Bieber also making headlines. Uh, she's got Selena Gomez's back. And Charlie Puth. Who doesn't love Charlie Puth? <laughs> and Charlie Puth loves being naked. Yes, he does. All right. First E News of the day. So much good stuff. Yeah, Jeff. I got a I hint. can't wait. Oh, it's a potpourri. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A cornucopia. That's right. <laughs> that sounds like something uh, you should say as a Jeopardy host. <laughs> All straight ahead next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Mm. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Stupid question. Yes, please. Government offices and banks closed on Flag Day? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. No, but they might be closed on Monday for Juneteenth. No, they will. Oh. Most people will be yeah. closed for on Monday for Juneteenth because it is a national I see. holiday. Okie doke. Uh, Charlie Puth loves being naked no matter what day it is. All right. And Haley Bieber is backing up Selena Gomez. So we'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E News with Wheel. Pat oh, uh, sure. We got to do Wheel of Fortune. Yay. So, yay! Here we go. Who? I mean, that's the big question. Who's going to replace Pat? But first, look Vanna. at this studio filled with potential replacements. There you go. <laughs> How do they make that noise in the beginning of this? The oh, the uh... they have. What is that? It's a I think key- it's a synthesizer. Is that a key- oh, is it a keyboard? Is that a that's a yeah. It's a synthesizer of some huh. sort. Huh. Oh. Anyways, proceed. It's the old theme song. (laughs) I like that one. It's a good one. So Vanna White tweeted a message to Pat on his retirement. She said, when we started at Wheel of Fortune, who could have imagined we'd still be at it 41 seasons later? 
She says, I couldn't be happier to have shared the stage with you for all these years with one more to come. Cheers to you, Pat Sajak. That's nice. So Are you going to say nice things to me when it's my time? Uh, maybe. We'll see how I feel <laughs> on the day. <laughs> of course. It depends on how much. Of course. It may take a few drafts. And how many but I'll get there. How much notice you give us. <laughs> That's what it depends on. <laughs> yeah. Give, give Pat credit. He's given her a year notice. Yes. I know. And notice it took Vanna a couple of days right. before she posted something. Exactly. Yeah. So I may how need some time. How many that take? Exactly. <laughs> So even though Pat's got a year to go, the horse race is already on to replace him. The View yesterday, Whoopi Goldberg said, I want that job. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I don't know. Well, I, listen. I, if she's a good choice or not. No. No, no well, she's not. I don't no. think she's We're the best like, choice. Ah. I like her yeah. in the role she's in. I like her yeah. sister act. I'm, I almost feel like once you've dipped, when, once you have put yourself I don't know, because Meredith Vieira left The View, and she did. She did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. She's doing another show now that's on Fox 19 during the middle of the day. Yeah. Like 30 30 seconds. Oh, like The Pyramid or something? I just don't know if you can be on a show like The View where you spend a lot of time being angry and very judgmental. If you can go from that role to being like, spin the wheel. Yeah, I'm not going to be judgmental, but Becky from wherever, tell me about your family. Tell me about your life. Oh. Well, Whoopi's defense, I would say out of all of them, she's, she is a, A, she's a comedian, and B, yeah. she tends to be more of like the referee on that show yeah. than anyone else. And as far as Meredith Vieira is concerned, no disrespect to her, because I like her a lot, but on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I just don't think she was ever as good as Regis. Nobody could top Regis. Well, Regis. I would like to to propose uh, someone new, someone we don't know. Like, Pat Sajak was a sort of a talk show host. A no-name? He was a DJ in Nashville before he got into the TV business. Maybe Bobby Bones. No. Someone we've never (laughs) heard of. A total no-name is what you want. I want to be excited. I don't want to be like, okay, there's just another show that guy hosted again. See, I think they're going to pick somebody like Jimmy Fallon. Or, you know, somebody like that, that kind Jimmy of is... Fallon's too hyper for me. Oh, well, Jimmy, what's his name? Kimmel, then. Somebody like that. Oh, somebody that great. kind of already does it, like Mario Lopez kind well, of does Well, at the top of the list, the number one prospect at this point is Ryan Seacrest. That is the name that is getting tossed around the most. I don't want have him enough to do jobs. it either. A source is saying that he's been talking to the producer. Some sources say he is the front runner. runner. Others say he is just one of many interested. It would that would be such a cush gig. I mean, that oh, would just yeah. be. I mean, work two days but a week. Then would it get four day, boring? Day. Would it? Would eventually you'd be like, oh my god, this is so boring. I don't think so. I would like cashing that regular check and having Fridays off. Yeah, and don't they tape like they six shows a, a day or something like day. that? I think they and do they, five. They do five shows in a day, and then because I remember, and then they're the, off the rest of the week. Well, I remember the Price is Right. Our friend Glenn was telling us like how they many, tape two shows a day. They but do those two. are hour long episodes. Yeah, those are Correct. longer and, yeah. and like, much more involved because they have a lot of set changes right. and yes. all kinds of but stuff. But like Jeopardy does five shows in one day. <clears throat> Excuse me, and their season is like say they record for. Six weeks, and then they take two weeks off, and then they record for six weeks or whatever it is. Like, they have a lot of break time sometimes. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are also done on the same soundstage Mm -hmm. at Sony. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll get to these other stories. Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez, Charlie Puth, among others, as we continue next. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Being my age, so being 43, 43, you still think you're young. I'll hang out with a 23-year-old, and I'm like, you get it, dude? We're just a couple young dudes kicking it. Some guy will walk up. He's like, I'm 45. I'm like, why don't you beat it, old man? I can't believe that guy had the nerve to think he was our age, right, dude? That's crazy. Let's go sit down for a little bit. I had to lose weight because your 40s turn your back on you. I gave my body the best, most fun food forever, and now it's the worst and I can't. I love pancakes. I love them so much. And they make me so tired. And I never blame them. I'm always like, what is up with me today? I can't get it going, you know? And I'll go to my wife, and I'm like, I think we need new pillows. <laughs> and she's like, you think it's that loaf of bread and syrup you just say? Nate Bargatze. I love him. From Hello World. You'll find it on Prime Video. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Haley Bieber asked her fans to stop leaving rude and mean comments on her behalf on anyone's posts. Yeah. Everyone knows she's actually referring to Selena Gomez because her message came shortly after Selena's post from Paris was flooded with hateful comments. Hateful says, just know that I don't want that, nor do I ever or will I ever support or condone hateful, mean, or nasty comments? I mean, it goes both ways, too, doesn't it? Don't Selena Gomez fans like to say horrible, nasty things to Haley Bieber? Yes. Right. I mean, for, for crying out loud, I mean, how long ago did Justin and Selena break up? And how he and Haley been married for a while now? If I don't understand why people... Same. Well, Haley's thing is by leaving those nasty comments, she's just doing that and being mean and hateful that you're not supporting me. If you're participating in that, you're part of a culture that I want no part of. So please be nice or don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Bieber. Lady. Haley Bieber. Yeah. So Charlie Puth is no stranger to posting thirst traps on social media. I've seen some naked Charlie Puth pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He liked it. I saw he... one yesterday. He's in a bathtub with a lot of bubbles. Oh, really? Nice. I'll have to pull it up so I can take a peek at that. He says, I'm going to be careful how I choose my words because I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I'm not cap... Yeah. Well, he's got clothes on in a... I know. But and cowboy that's boots like that's with... a family pic. Ath- it's not. Athletic yeah. socks pulled up to his There's knees. There's only one reason to be he in He may that not position. have pants on. Ugh. Charlie. He says, uh... <laughs> I'm not captivated by the way that I look, but I know that I'm not ugly. So sometimes I'd look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, I really do have a nice, kind of a nice butt. And what's wrong with liking your features? It's kind of fun to look at yourself naked and admire your body. 
I don't know. If you can relate to that, good for you, right? Charlie won't get naked in front of people who don't want to see that, so he usually keeps the nudity to his backyard. But if someone has binoculars to catch a peek, he won't mind. In fact, he said that'd be exciting. And for his next album, his goal is to make music that could play in the background for when he looks at himself in the mirror because he's never made it for himself. Wow. Wow. What he said. He loves All himself. Right. Good for him. He's very in, comfortable in his own skin and very happy with the way he looks. That's good. Yep, it's healthy. A sort of new Beatles song is coming out sometime this year. And Paul McCartney says it will be their last. Paul McCartney, obviously one of the surviving members of the Beatles. Well, he, he and Ringo are the only ones left, right? Yep. Uh, John Lennon, as you know, was shot and killed in 1980, and George Harrison died of cancer some years later. Paul did not name the song, but it is widely speculated that it is probably a track John Lennon wrote back in 1978. It's called Now and Then. And he recorded a demo of it basically on a cassette recorder. Okay. With the intention of giving it to Paul and saying, you know, let's what do you do think? Let, let's do something with this. But it was on a low quality cassette that, uh, and he even labeled it. He wrote on there for Paul. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. And since John Lennon, that was in 1978. Well, then John Lennon was murdered in 1980. Uh, but Yoko, a couple of years later, said, Here. Here. This is for you. Do with it what you will. And now and then was on it. Uh, but it again, it the quality of it was really bad. Let me see if I have just the audio of that. I wonder scene. if we have just enough technology to make it sound. I think we might. I know it's true. Oh yeah, you can do something with that. You can clean that up. Oh yeah. It's all because of you. After Yoko gave the tape to Paul, Paul shared it with George Harrison when he was still alive, and George Harrison didn't think it could be cleaned up enough, so they left it alone. But that was before AI. Yeah. And uh, now, thanks to AI and other technological advances, they finally finished it. He sounds so whiny, though, don't you? Is that just his voice? Pretty much. Well, you know, you're not going to love them all, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's, you know, it feels like there's a deeper meaning there. I keep waiting. I mean, I know there's just got to be so much Prince and Michael Jackson music out there and Whitney oh, yeah. Houston stuff that was recorded that never turned into anything. And Yeah, I think a, some YouTuber, I think, beat Paul McCartney to the punch on that song. He used AI to make it. I don't know if it's exactly what Paul's version will sound like, but here it is. I know it's true. It's all because of you. I think they still got to work on the voice. Yeah. Maybe. And if I make it true, don't be good. I mean that's the challenge. He was just he was just recording a demo, you know. Right. It wasn't like he was you gotta singing get a, for an album. Right. Track. Man, you gotta get some like serious musicians in there. Yeah. You know, bring in the wings, Paul. Right. Bring them in. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> See what you can do. 
It's funny, though, Jen, because I was listening. You were just talking about Michael Jackson and Prince and all these people that had passed away. And I know, Jeff, you listened to it also, but Paul Anka Anka was on a podcast where he talked about recording and writing with Michael Jackson for several months, like a long, long time. And then they started, like, re-releasing these old recordings of songs they wrote back in the day. And the Mm -hmm. reason it took so long is because that's how long the litigation was for him to get those because they co-wrote them back. and produced them and mm-hmm. all that stuff together. And it was and like then major... all of a sudden, like, Michael confiscated him and locked him up in a vault and wouldn't yeah. let him have access to it. But it was, like, major songs, like, This Is It, and uh, the one that he did with, they redid with Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy, that Paul Anka co-wrote a lot of those. Yes, but it's crazy to think about how much music is the point that is just sitting mm-hmm. in, in the wings somewhere. of yeah. uh, either in litigation or just somebody doesn't want to release it. It's like, other. I wonder when an artist start, you know, sits down and starts writing. I mean, do they write a hundred songs and ten of them end up on the album? What how, oh, how yeah. what percentage of the songs do they write and and record and produce well, actually get published? Yeah, you know? yeah, I guess it depends on the group. I mean, well, Taylor sounds like the Swift. Beatles probably released more than they didn't. Yeah, but Taylor Swift is one that will write thirty songs. And she will record all of them. And it won't make, so it may not make this album, but she'll save it maybe for the next one. And then mm-hmm. she writes 30 more songs. Depends. Yeah. Depending on what she wants to put on there. But then some of her albums are like 22 tracks long. And yeah. when her time comes, I mean, there, oh, forget there, it. there may be. Well, because she's also redoing Taylor's version of, I can't remember which Wherever album it she's is. she's at now. Yeah. yeah, this summer. And she said, you know, I'm going to do Taylor's version of this album, and then I'm adding four songs that have never been released before. Yeah, there's a Michael Jackson album that I discovered recently that came out a while back. Like, it's like his essential collection or his greatest hits or something like that. And on that, they released four or five demo versions of certain songs, and they are completely different. Lyrics the same. Music's different. And they're they're cool. They're like, well, that's a good song as is. Yeah, it's cool. How do they it. change it up to determine what PYT was going to become? Right, yeah. PYT. <laughs> yeah. It was a slow song at first. Yeah. The demo version's a slow song. Wow. There was some uh, Prince stuff that came out after yeah. his death that I guess he may not have intended to release. And there was a lawsuit over it between the estate and the family. But I listened to some of those tracks, and they're fantastic. Yeah, well, he so was good. so crazy talented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we got. That's your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, it is Second Aid Update Update Week here, kids. No, we love this week. We check back in with individuals or couples just to see where they're at. Some of our favorites in the past six, eight months or so. Yep. So let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. John is looking for a second date update today. He went on a date with Amber, and she's not calling him back, so we're going to try to help him out. Hey, John. Hey, guys. So, yeah, I had a date with Amber, and we met on Match, and I thought it was really good. I mean, I'm I'm no expert in dating. I haven't been out there for a while, but, you know, I, I, I think I know when I get along with somebody, and, you know, we have stuff in common, and I thought 
I thought it was going really well. So yeah. what's brought you back to the dating world? Oh, I got divorced last year, and I have two young kids. So I've been really busy sharing custody and picking yeah. them up and dropping them off. And, you know, when you have young children, it's children. Right. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I'm ready to find somebody. And she really did check all the boxes, you know. I mean, she came over to my place, and we hung out for a couple of hours, really casual, laid back. I'm a bit of a homebody, obviously, and, uh, you know, I just like being at home and we have kids. <laughs> so, Some uh, people just do, man. Not, I do. I'm, I love it. I If I don't have to leave my house all day, I that's a great day. Really? Yes. Oh, see, I can't. I I'm it. like, does anybody want to run to Kroger? Do we need anything from the dollar store? Like, yeah. I like to go out at least once a day just even just for get, air. Just get, yeah. Just a little drive. Mix it yeah. up a little. Grab a coffee. Well, something. I'll walk the dog, but, you know. That doesn't count. And don't get the car. I got to get in the car. I, I mean, I feel I'm good enough when I, you know, open the door, get the mail, and close the door again. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're a bit more of a recluse. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, I don't But... I don't do well in crowds. I don't really like fancy dinner dates or big events or games or concerts, you know, large crowds. And especially after COVID, I just kind of removed myself from that. Um, but she and I were having a great time talking to each other. And I felt like she totally understood me. And, and honestly, I felt like she felt the same way. Uh, so... You know, I thought that was a good sign. And we were talking about just stuff like, do you own blink cameras or do you actually care to watch any of the football that's on and all that stuff? But yeah. And I told her and she totally understood and she knew I had kids and she has kids. And I, I thought it was a good sign. She's divorced too. Uh, they're a little older than mine. So it was fun to talk about stuff, you know, going on with kids that she could relate to. You know, she's been there, done that. Mine get a little rowdy, and she gave me some hope for the future that they're eventually going to just calm down. <laughs> That's good. So she got it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. funny. And she helped me laugh about it. We laughed a lot. You know, I don't know what happened. Hmm. I mean, I, I told her I'd love to see her again, and she was like, call me. And I've called her a few times, and she's not getting back to me. And I honestly, I, I don't have any clue. You said her kids are older. Are they out of the house or just slightly older than your kids? Uh, slightly older than mine. Mine are three and five. So. Yeah. Oh, wow, you Little. got littler ones, yeah. Yeah, and it's two boys. So, you know, they're running up the walls sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do that. All the time. <laughs> three and five-year-old boys, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You don't have any theories as to what could possibly be holding her back. She's not seeing anyone else, or it's possible she could just be busy with her own kids? You know, it's entirely possible. Things happen. I had something planned, and then uh, one of my children fell down three steps, and uh, the whole day changed. That'll so, you know, that. I mean, things can happen. You know, and, and I understand, you know, mm -hmm. it's part of being a parent. So. Right. Mm-hmm.
All right, John, uh, well told. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to call Amber and see what's going on in her life and whether or not there's any chance of you two getting together again as Second Date Update rolls on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Joan's a bit of a homebody, likes to lay low, but he's busy. You know, he's divorced. He's got two young kids that keep him busy. And uh, he recently, it wasn't that long ago, he decided he had a good enough handle on things where he could venture out into the dating world. So he goes on match, and he admits he's no expert in dating, but he'd like to think that his date with Amber was somewhat, I would say, as enjoyable for her as it was for him. They discovered a lot in common. They're both divorced. They both have kids. Hers are slightly older. And uh, the date was basically her coming over to his place. They hung out for a couple of hours. And one of the other great things about Amber, aside from the chemistry they had, was he just felt like she understood him, what he's going through, what he's dealing with. He's got two very rambunctious young kids. And at the end of the date, he said, I'd like to get together again. She said, great, call me. So he did. And there's been no response. He's made a couple of attempts to call her, and there's been no response. Have you tried just texting her? Maybe she doesn't like to talk on the phone. Fritz doesn't like to talk on the phone. I do not. Not even to my own family, for the record. Yeah. (laughs) Not Not even her own kid. I'm just not a phone talker. Honey, mommy loves you, but what have I told you about calling me? Yeah. Can't you text yet? What's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. She is kidding. I do like a good FaceTime every now and then, but after about three minutes, I'm out. Yeah. I did reach out to her via text twice. So, yes, I did. Okay. Then let's call Amber. Hello. Hi, Amber. Yes, who's calling? Hi, it's Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Seriously? Yeah, are we catching in a bad time? You sound busy or a little out of breath or something. Um, I have to get to work before too long, but I can talk to you guys. I guess you want me to fill you in on what happened, huh? I don't even know that. <laughs> well, we always say, why else would we be calling? I yep. know, but... That's on you. I, okay. Yep. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you're right. We always have, like, one contest where we call the person and say, surprise, you registered for the $500 birthday card giveaway. And, and once she... in a while, they don't know that they've registered. But Correct. most of the time, they do. So she probably doesn't know. I mean, it's not her birthday, so she knows exactly <laughs> why you're calling. Yeah. Okay. Talking about John. He sounds like a very yeah. nice guy. Are you just busy? You got something else going on? Or is he clueless? Um. I suppose it's a little closer to the latter, but I'll tell you what's going on. He is a nice guy. It's just what happened was not what I expected. He invited me over to hang out at his house and that we'd order something from DoorDash. And that sounded fine because I do kind of, you know, I'm a bit of a homebody and I kind of like to hang out at home and eat. So I I jokingly told him, you know, well, don't expect me to spend the night. (laughs) And he said, don't worry. And, um, you know, he never did make any kind of move. So that was good. Um, I just thought, yeah, I thought he was nice, but I did think that he was a little clueless. Um, so? Well, I get that he's been out of the dating world for a while, but I got to his place and I got in and his kids were there. 
two little boys, three and five, I think, so little. And, you know, they were adorable. They were just all boys. <laughs> I could tell they were um, pretty ornery, but that was okay. I mean, I, I remember when mine were that age and they were rambunctious little stinkers. So I was there for about 10 minutes wondering what was going to happen. Like, were we hanging out with his kids the whole evening or what? And then the babysitter showed up and then... I thought maybe she was going to take the boys out somewhere, but she didn't. He just said goodbye, and then he takes me into his garage. (laughs) For real? So you know those old couches that are, like, thrown in the garage to hang out, and there's, like, a beer fridge? I mean, that's okay. It's like a makeshift man cave. If you don't have a man cave in the basement, you got to go to the man garage. garage. I'm just going to assume you're on the west side of Cincinnati, correct? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Everyone I've ever known from that, like every man, it seems like Westside. they have a garage. With a couch in it? And a fridge. <laughs> like a West beer side. fridge and then a regular fridge. That's why the west side is the best side. Yeah. We call it the big garage at our house. <laughs> That's funny. So did you hang out in the garage the whole night? Was that the date? Uh, yeah, that was the plan, to sit on the old ratty couch in the garage and order Chinese and drink beer and watch TV. So... You know, I mean, I I guess I had my hopes set a little higher for a first date, and um, that's not something that I really want to do again. Like I said, that reminds me of, like, roommates in our early 20s, and not my style now. I could see uh, that as an option after you'd been in a relationship for months. Oh, yeah. But not for the introduction period. See, and it's weird because, like, my partner wants me to hang out there with him. And I'm like, how about that just be your space? <laughs> so the fact that he brought her in, maybe he sees that as like a wonderful place for them to like jointly hang. So, I mean, what else was in the garage? There was a TV out there. What else was you in it? Like, what did the room fumes? look like? Did it did it feel like a dingy old garage with a couch <laughs> and a TV in it? Or was this like a fancy finished garage that could arguably be another room? Uh, kind of seemed like a dingy garage and the other thing was he was distracted I mean I can understand that he would be distracted his kids are little but he kept going to the door and listening to see what they were doing and it's like he had the babysitter so again I get it it's just really wasn't ideal for a first date you know he just was distracted and it was not a very comfy place to hang out so But just because your first date was in the garage doesn't mean the subsequent dates wouldn't actually be inside the house. Yeah, but it, but to me, that says something about, like, who he is and what he's looking for. And just, I mean, I, I don't want to be rude. It's just, it just wasn't my thing. Okay. Yeah. The big garage is not for everyone. <laughs> That's for sure. Were there any, like, <laughs> highlights? Any peaks? What was the peak of the event? Did he turn on the neon lights? Yeah, was there a, like a beer sign or? Well, that's actually kind of a cool retro thing sometimes, but no, he didn't have that. <laughs> oh, well, John, you still with us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amber. I thought you were kind of, I guess, my kind of homebody. I mean, I, I honestly, I honestly thought it was kind of creative. I had music playing. We were just hanging out. I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't know what more you wanted. Well, your full attention would be good, and maybe heat in the garage. Oh, well, there's that, yeah. You know, I mean, make a girl comfortable. Yeah. Besides the location and the date, what did you think of John, Amber? I think 
he's nice. I just think that we're looking for different things, you know, and and some women will be just fine with that, and that's okay, but okay. it just doesn't work for me. I actually have a single friend that's a little bit of a homebody that enjoys, you know, just walking the dog every now and then. You know anyone like that, Jen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm kind of down with that. I would probably... You know, she likes a good garage beer I, every well, night. Well, that's the thing is the garage has got to be, you know, kind of nifty. Well, I could always, like, vacuum it. I, you know. oh, she's not dating. I'm sorry. I just said that to be funny. Oh. She's actually not dating. We've discussed it. And I clearly have some work to do. You know what? I don't know if you do. Jen's right. Somebody will love just hanging out in the garage. Yeah. You know, don't force yourself to do stuff you don't want to do because you think, that you need to in order to be with somebody. Well, I mean, she's right. I was distracted because it was the first time, literally the first time that I had a babysitter with my boys. And I didn't really know the babysitter that well. And I did. I walked to the door probably seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe 11 times. <laughs> yeah. To, That's hard too, you man. Could, hear, could you hear them inside? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. When you can running. hear them just tackling each other and putting holes in walls. You were like, I got, I got to go. I can't. Something's happening. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to stop that parental instinct, I guess. Yeah, uh, especially first time with a, I just remember leaving for the, for the first time with somebody that I didn't really know very well and didn't yeah. know if they would know how to handle everything Jacob threw at him. True. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Maybe My you're just not quite ready to be monkey. dating. Maybe not quite. Now, do you have shared custody of the boys or do you have full custody? No, I, I have shared custody and it's every other week right now. Okay. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. That is a challenge. Uh, so maybe it, dating, it, maybe only doing the dating when you don't have the boys, maybe for a while anyway, until they get a little older. And maybe having it in the living room. Yes, that way you could have it in the living room, and especially, you know, if it's cold outside. My mom would have put us in the garage. <laughs> That's a God's honest truth. The <laughs> hey, we're going to be inside. The kids are going in the yeah, garage. Exactly. Keep the door shut. <laughs> yeah. Lock the door. Lock them out there. If they get cold, tell them to run around. We had toys and plenty heat. of things to entertain ourselves with that sort of doubled as a rumpus room. Yeah. Okay, so that was back in October. Fast forward to today, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, John, to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you, John? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're great. <laughs> good. Thanks for participating in Second Date Update Update Week. Well, thanks for having me back. I mean, I wanted to give you an update on my Second Date Update. <laughs> Please do. Not everybody likes to do that. We've It's been a bear this week trying to get people to come it back on. Or, well, tracking them down, really, and just locating everyone and telephone tag and everything else. But we appreciate that. Uh, how has life been treating you in the past, what? Months. Eight or nine months. months. Well, I got to tell you, I can't complain. I, uh, I took some constructive criticism from the last date, and I uh, I tried to do something with it. Um, I can see how my date in the garage isn't the best case scenario for all people. I mean, even though I honestly feel like I pulled it off to a certain extent. I mean, there are women out there who would have appreciated it, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, there's always a there's always one woman, at least one out there, that will pick oh, yeah. up what you throw down. That is true. And come on, I was being a good, loving father, and uh-huh. women love that, right? That's I'm not true, wrong too. about that. That's so. true. Mm-hmm. Well, it obviously wasn't for every woman, so I wanted to create a space that would, you know, like appeal to a broader audience. Because the truth is, my kids are little; they're going to be little for a long time, and I'm going to raise them for a long time. 
So finding the time and space to be alone with someone I'm dating is always a challenge for a single parent. Mm -hmm. So here's what I did. My dad had an old Airstream just sitting on his farm. So I (laughs) took it and I flipped it and I called it a wee shed. Ah. A little place where we can go when we need private. This is so great. A wee shed. I like it. We shed. Yeah. So it's in my backyard, and it's it's like this little tiny apartment. It has a kitchenette in there, a small bathroom, a living room with a big couch and a TV, and it's really been a hit. I mean, I I had this thing ready uh, after a couple of months. Um, My date with Amber had just happened. So there was the the criticism about the garage. So I was able to fix it up, and there were a whole bunch of other people that thought it was really cool. Um, other pe- when I, you I say a lot of, of other people that thought it was really cool, does that mean the We Shed saw a lot of action once you had I mean, it? Were you bringing shed, lots of other women into the We Shed? Oh boy, not lots, but there were a couple of dates, and they were really impressed by it. Okay. And I will say this: none of them measured up to Amber. None of them just ever was was in the place where Amber was with me. So uh, my sister's a photographer, and she did a really good job of shooting a couple of videos that she volunteered, and the kids were in it. And, and I kind of did like a This is the We Shed introduction for Amber, and I was given the tour. And, um, of course, the boys were saying stuff like, if the wee shed's rocking, we don't come knocking and <laughs> silly stuff like that. And I'd be so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was, it was, it was fun, you know. That's and, good. And I sent the video to Amber, and she loved it. <laughs> she thought it was a riot, and and I think she was impressed that I did all the work myself because I'm pretty handy. Oh, and that's she sexy. Wasn't seeing anybody. Yeah. When I offered her a personal tour, and she said yes. So we celebrated this Valentine's Day in the wee shed, and we've been together ever since. Wow. You want to talk to her? Wow. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Honey. (laughs) Hello. There she is. (laughs) Hi, Amber. The queen of the wee shed. Yeah. Can you believe this guy? I mean, he built this whole thing because I dissed his garage state. Pretty impressive, (laughs) right? That's so great. That is pretty. That's so. Is it? Tell me about the wee shed. I mean, he built it. Well, he put it together. But does it look nice, or is it got like you know? Does it have like single guy bachelor pad art hanging on the walls? And is it a you know no, got a recliner? It's, really, <laughs> it's nicer than some of my family members' apartments. I mean, wow. you could live there if you're into like the tiny home thing. I mean, not a ton of space, but. Super cozy, totally functional, and he must have had a little help decorating because it's really well done. I mean, what a gesture, right? And I just love that he can handle criticism and just, you know, make a move in the right direction. I mean, it just says so much about his character. Wow. For sure. That's great. For sure, because, I mean, that's not something that we hear very often with the second date. No. Up to, I mean, people just immediately get defensive. They get angry, and, you know, it's... Screw yeah. you. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's the end of it. But he took it and he turned it into something. You're right. That that does speak to his character. Yeah. He really just thought about it and made a move. And it's refreshing because, you know, especially at my work, I'm surrounded by a bunch of butthurt crybabies, I swear. <laughs> so, you know, it's nice being around him. And, of course, he's a great dad. You know, his boys are awesome. 
And they do respect the privacy of the wee shed, too. So, That's you know, great. when we're back and he's, you know, they're with the sitter, they, they never come out. It's great. Yeah, I, I can get I can get that, too. It's a, you know, I can remember when my kid was little, it was hard to be too far away. Even when I yeah. knew the sitter, you know, it, it's still, it's like, eh. Yeah, but it's working out great. I mean, I've never had a guy do something like this for me, and I've just never been happier. So thanks for making this all possible. If it wasn't as nice as it was, I, I don't know that you would have, been as on board as you are it helps that the guy's got some real skills yeah yeah it's really cool i mean just that visual representation of you know that he actually cares about me and really took it to heart what i said and you know made a move so we're really enjoying our time together in the we shed love it that's cool that's so i dig it so creative the we shed yeah yeah funny well guys we appreciate you both coming on second aid update update week Love the story. Best of luck to you. Uh, let's not be strangers. Let's continue to remain in touch. Yes, please. Oh, thank okay. you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And send pics of the Wee Shed. Yeah, I want to see this. I did. <laughs> the Wee Shed is rocking. Don't come and knock. Okay. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody's going to want a Wee Shed. Everybody wants a Wee Shed. I know. I want a Wee Shed. I know. A Wee Shed sounds like fun. So that is second date update update. We're going to do a new one tomorrow. We will air that one again starting in about a half an hour for all of the new listeners. that will be coming in around 8 o'clock. So if you missed any part of it, just hang out. It's coming back around. Yeah, meanwhile, if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's this Sunday. And each day... We're calling a dad to spin the wheel of meat to win a $100 Kroger gift card. It's really simple awesome. to enter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can enter your dad or the dad in your life. WKRQ.com. We may call your dad to play because Father's Day this Sunday. Good way to show dad some love this Father's Day is with big savings, great grilling recipes, and delicious drinks at Kroger. In fact, right now... They're offering four times the fuel points on gift cards. Go to Kroger.com to check out all the great deals for Dad. Let's see here. Danny. Yes. Hey, happy Father's Day, man. How are you? Happy Father's Day. I am great. So, quick update on what's going on here. We are doing what we call the Father's Day Wheel of Meat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh it's an opportunity to win a $100 Kroger gift card for Me? Father's Day. What is probably a father's favorite thing to buy at Kroger? Right. Meat. meat exactly. Lots of meat. Yeah. yeah. So who is Casey Rodriguez? She is my wife. Well, Casey she wrote Rodriguez. us a note. The question was, tell us a little bit about your dad and why he should spin the wheel of meat. <laughs> she said, I'm nominating my husband, Danny. Not only is he a hardworking father of four daughters, he coaches in his spare time and is always doing his best to be a positive influence in the lives of others. He loves to smoke ribs and grill steak, although he's always up to trying new recipes. He loves to cook for his family as well as any friends who stop by. All we need is his home address, and we'll stop by. There you go. for us. You bet. There you go. But first, we need to spin the wheel of meat. Are you ready? (laughs) 
Let's see what you what's get. On the, right. What's on the wheel today, Jeff? Oh, well, we have rump roast. We have cube steak. Yep. Spam. Nice. Just a can on there. Just, yeah. Yeah, just a can of Spam. A can do you of have spam. some Queen City sausage on there, Jeff? We do oh, indeed. There you go. Oh, I knew you would, baby. How about a big old salami? Hey, you betcha, baby. Nice. So let's go ahead and spin that wheel. You can hear all the different cuts of meat slapping. There goes the ribeye. Oh, no. Let's see what meat falls. No whammies. (laughs) No whammies. Oh, there it is. Just hammies. (laughs) 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 Or spammies. <laughs> it's a big can ham, it's Danny. A it's can a cottage ham. pork butt. Yes. He got a can ham. I love that can ham. Oh man, it's a hundred dollars worth of can ham. We All love right. our meat. We love our meat. That's right. If you're creative on the grill, you can do something with that. You know what? I bet there's a great YouTube video about mixing canned ham with pineapple somewhere. Yeah, there I is. bet. So we're just going to give you the $100 Kroger gift card, Danny, and you can spend it on any meat at Kroger that you Pick want. Pick your meat. Day. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to give you the details, okay? Okay. Thank happy you. All right. Happy Day. Father's Day, bud. This is a crazy story. This happened in New Orleans. This this guy, uh, a chef, was missing, and they thought he was dead. Why did they think he was dead? Well, because they found a body. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. And it looked like him? Uh, yeah, that's it. at first it did. Reporters in New Orleans were at the family home on Monday reporting on the, and I'm quoting here, the tragic death of of a popular local chef down there named Demetriac Scott. Okay. And Demetriac had been missing for about two weeks. Oh, wow. And he hadn't responded to any attempts to reach him or shown up at work. He, j- he just vanished. Wow. No, that's scary. And his family reported him missing. And then they get a call from the coroner's office saying that a dead body was found dumped in the Ninth Ward, and they they believed it was him. The body to be that of Dimitri. Okay, oh my gosh. Uh, no tests had been done yet, and the family apparently hadn't viewed the body. But reporters were already dispatched to the family home, and they were doing live shots, basically eulogizing him and talking to you know friends and neighbors, and you know, oh yeah, you know he's a good man. And, mm-hmm. Sad. Everybody's heartbroken. And while the reporters are still on the scene doing their live shots, <laughs> Demetrix suddenly walks up. Oh, God. He just <laughs> walks up, very much alive, seemingly well. <laughs> Where was he? And the reporters were stunned. Yeah. Well, th- that's uh, the reporter for Fox 8. Happened to me live. He's like, Where have you been, man? I've been around just trying to, you know, take some time for myself. You know what I mean? I, you know, work hard and essentially just needed a, a moment to just sit down and come down and take a break from work and just everything. You know what I mean? Like, I have family, I have friends, I have community, and I just needed to just sit down in the corner and just think. He needed wow. a break. Yeah, I guess. Uh, he wow. said he really appreciated the concern. Said he feels truly grateful and did not realize that people were so worried about him being missing, let alone dead. Wow. And he seemed genuine. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, he's going through some stuff, and hopefully he's in a better headspace now. Wow. Meanwhile, police are still investigating the dead body that was found. 
It's unclear why someone thought that person was Dimitric or how things got as far as they did without more confirmation. But uh, That's wild. That is wild. Yeah, if you spend any time down in New Orleans or if you're heading down there anytime soon, Dimitric operates the food truck Chef Scott's Creole Barbecue. Okay. Chef Scott's Creole Barbecue. Is, I'm told it's really good. And he's also cooked at some notable New Orleans restaurants, including Commander's Palace and Redfish Grill. So, I mean, the guy the guy is strong in the kitchen, no no question. Wow. So, yeah, it's check crazy. him out. I mean, Life's how okay. long would I have to be missing before y'all come looking for me? Because there have been moments where I've disappeared. We would know what would happen. It would be <laughs> the cats really? eating you. Are you asking? Because I feel like I would recognize you not being here. So who are you? You would probably you be the first to notice. Yeah, we'd probably give you till because, about 6.15. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, Tim, before you were here... I had come into the building, and I was in the building, and I had to run out to my car to get something, and I didn't take my phone, and I forgot my key card. And (laughs) The show had already started. The show had been on the air for a while. We're on the air. Been on the air. 20 (laughs) minutes. Half an hour. I'm not back. They don't come looking for me. That's not the truth. I am standing in the parking lot. Jumping up and down, waving. waving at the glass like, guys, somebody, please come get me. No. We thought you were going number two in the poopy pants. Oh, bathroom. is that what it was? In our defense. Is that what they By the time we discovered her missing, half the show was over. Exactly. And I'm just down there freezing. I believe it was the dent of winter as well. I'm was- also going to say yesterday... I was gone for 10 minutes. <laughs> Evidently, Jeff was like, where's Tim? I know. So, Is he okay? <laughs> well, what happened I'm was- a little concerned about Tim. He said, I'm a little concerned about Tim. And I'm like, why? And both Jen and I were like, what happened? And Jeff was like, well, he said, you know, he was feeling kind of like, you know, a little spacey, and then I gave you a snack because you thought maybe you hadn't eaten. There yeah. was a moment yesterday and I don't remember exactly what was it during the show. We were still yeah, on the air. Yeah, it was yeah. like, like 9.15. Tim suddenly seemed, you seemed a bit disoriented. Like you were having a dizzy spell or something. And you were like, <laughs> wow, all of a sudden I don't feel good. And that's when Fritch said, you need something to eat. And she handed you a bag of peanuts bet, or something. Yeah, I gave a little him like trail a little thing, thing yeah. of trail mix. Because, you know, I'm thinking low blood sugar because right. you hadn't had anything to eat uh-huh. and you had coffee. So I go back to work and I'm focusing on whatever and five or ten minutes go by and I notice you're not in the studio and you haven't been in the studio and immediately I'm like, oh gosh, I hope he's okay. I hope Did he, he didn't go? go into the bathroom and pass right. out or something. Right, is he vomiting? Something? Like I haven't seen him. Where is he? <laughs> so I went And so I went you. out the hallway <laughs> they, they care to about try you, to Tim. find him. <laughs> And I went looking for it. They actually went searching for you. And I looked in the bathrooms, and they were both vacant. And then I yelled down the hallway, "Is that Tim?" Yeah, we've been looking everywhere. Even if you were taking a poopy, they were going to come and find out and make sure that that's all it was. And then it turned out he was just down the hall talking to the boss. Was like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, and she, well, she was filling me in about something that I do want to pass along to you is Tuesday next week we're doing a Taylor oh, Tuesday. This is cool. I'll be broadcasting live yes. during the afternoon show, four to six. I'll be at the Skyline on Montgomery Road, just south of two seventy five in Montgomery, just a little bit past uh, Bethesda North, and you can drop off some uh, cat food to or cat supplies, or cat supplies, any kind of cat toys, kitty litter, food. Anything and everything cat and kitten. Yeah, it's to help the uh, kitty city at uh, Animal Care of Cincinnati. Because we know how much Taylor Swift loves cats. She loves cats, her cats. So we want to do whatever we can to 
Yeah, so if you drop an amazing thing homeless to do. Cats. Like everybody wants these tickets. It is such a hot ticket in town. Well, it's going for thousands of dollars and you could literally save cats lives and still get tickets. And, that's get pretty awesome. and that's what I was getting to. Yeah, is you drop the stuff off and that will qualify you to win a pair of tickets to see Taylor Swift. Wow. That's right. Make a do- make a donation and and your name goes in the hat. Yep, and so. you're giving them away at the end of that yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's only good. the only people that are entered are the people who come during those two hours and donate something. Oh my god! Tuesday next week, Skyline of Montgomery. Details are at the at the website wkrq.com. So six o'clock, you'll know. If and you, you have should, tickets. Uh, and I'll say download the Q102 app because that's how we're going to like register you when you're there. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yep. But Jeff, thank you for checking on me. Of course. <laughs> and you know, during Taylor Tuesday, just kind of look in on Tim at Skyline and make sure he's <laughs> doing sure he's well. Right. Looks a little peaked. Maybe yeah. give Get him, him some of those little oyster crackers. Something. <laughs> I am allergic to cats. I might have the Benadryl on hand. <laughs> just to Do they bring cats? That would be no, fun. No, oh, no. But, you know. I mean, but like, Kitty City is, oh, it's just sweet. Aww. Yeah. That's a great thing that you guys are doing. I love that. Yeah, this will be fun. Okie dokie. Hey, Carla, what are you up to? Hey, Jeff. Nothing. Just sitting here listening to you guys and working like I do every morning. <laughs> working, working, working. Yes. Working, working and working it to the bone, right? Something like that. I, I We go on vacation tomorrow morning. Oh, so good for you. Where are you going? Yeah. We're just taking the, the kids down to Gatlinburg for the for a long weekend. Oh, that'll so. be fun. Yeah. Nice. Like are you guys weekend. staying in a cabin or are you staying at like one of those resort places? We, we're staying in a cabin. Yeah. So, um, but the, the cabin has a, their own private little um, pool, indoor and outdoor. So, regardless, the kids will be set and they can swim and have fun. So. I was going to say, so it's pretty easy to travel then. Then they were of that age. I've got twin 11 year old boys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Is it getting yeah. easier as they get older? It is actually, yeah. It, it it gets different. It's still challenging, but definitely easier than when they were little, little. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. So fun. Hopefully get some good weather down there. Yeah. And maybe get you a little, I don't know, shopping money here if you win this. That would be be nice. I know. I sure would. We appreciate you hanging out for a good 11, 12 minutes while we, you know, (laughs) took care of some business. My my anxiety may have the better of me. Oh, no. (laughs) Too much time to think about it. Yeah. yeah, I told French, I was like, just give me the letter and I'll just sit on hold <laughs> and wait for you guys. And think of all the different words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, well, let's see what Jeff's got for you. Yeah. Uh, it says here you have the letter N. N. Oh, that's one of the big ones. Okay. As in Nancy. Nancy. James all right. alter ego. My alter ego, yes. Not today. Not today. Not today, Nancy. <laughs> so we got 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> and we will not start the timer <sighs> until Jen finish until Nancy finishes asking Nancy the first Jordan question. Until Nancy Jordan. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> all right. With the letter N, name something you put ketchup on. Nugget. Something red. Uh, Nissan. An accessory. Necklace. Something you throw. Um, pass. An art supply. Um, pass. Something wet. Um, pass. Something outside. Um, neighbor. A game. Uh, pass. Something chocolate. Uh, 
a NECA wafer. A vacation spot. Ah. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. Something you throw. No one ever picks Nerf, Nerf ball. Yeah. Right. Nerf I was going yeah, to come back to that. I had it, but oh, I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, something, something wet. Noodle. Or no- nose. Something chocolate. I was going to say Nutella. Nutella. Yeah. Nutella. Yeah. Art man. supply. Newspaper. <laughs> newspaper. Newspaper. I do like paper. paper. I got stuck on the art supply. Oh, paper. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes. I know. Well, Can I give a darn. shout out to some people? Sure. Okay. We listen to you guys every morning. Um, Amy and Jackie from the Summit View Academy PTSA. We got we love you guys and we listen to you all the time. Oh, so that's I awesome. know they're listening. So hey, thank gang. you so much. <laughs> that's Hi, Amy. So cool. Hi Jackie. Awesome Hi guys. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. And it was really yeah. fun talking to you. And we hope you have an amazing vacation. Thank you. You guys enjoy the rest of your week, too. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 All right. Second aid update update week continues next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.